welcome back to another episode from Tales from the Mine, episode three. I'm Marty. And I'm Lou. And we've got new mics, so hopefully we sound not like shit. If we sound better, if we sound worse, let us know. Uh, we don't know what we're doing. It's going to be great. And <laughs> we'll see we how totally this turns out. We totally aren't but... fumbling our way through this whole podcast thing. Yeah, we're professional podcasters. <laughs> like and subscribe. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, they look nice, though. They look very pretty. I've got the blue one. Lou's got the black one. And they're they're so sexy. But let's let's get started. Let's start. We have a lot in our fake news section uh, today. So let's uh, let's dive in. Uh, yeah, so first up in fake news, we've got the, the dev diary that we're all really looking forward to. Uh, it was going to be the start of really a new phase from the Antic with communication with us and stuff after everything that happened with... Well, sorry, a restart of an old phase that everyone forgot about. Because they used to do dev diaries and they stopped. True, and but they that, were like, that no, was we're... like the first, what, six months of the game? No, it was it was like the second or third year they were doing uh, like okay. like very long dev diaries with all like not all but like a bunch of the developers get their in t- insights into things. Uh, I remember the first official mention of the tag feature we were data mining was in one of those dev diaries, uh, oh, was it? and then they just disappeared. No, yeah, I yeah, not, I've got because I honestly do. Not I got remember so excited. Oh yeah, no, they they were fantastic, uh, and then they went away, and now they're pretending these dev diaries are new. Yeah, <laughs> um, and these dev diaries that are back are not dev diaries, which has no, upset me greatly. Um, <laughs> it was a marketing guy talking at the screen for what five minutes? Yeah, five seven minutes. He did a very good job. Yeah, uh, he did. As 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 a marketing video, it was great. As yes. a dev diary, it was not a dev diary. No, there wasn't a single dev on screen. There wasn't even a mention of development at all. And it really didn't even talk about the game's development. It talked about community days, which is nothing to do with the development yeah. of the game. And like, it was like it was like almost there. Like it was cool because like they started to touch on like some of the reasoning behind choosing something. Mm. But that was like as far as they go. They're like, we decide based on multiple factors. What are those factors? Yes, yeah, like I could, I could have told you that was you. You decide based on some sort of factor. I don't think we were just throwing darts <laughs> at, at the Pokemon chart and being like, "This is the Pokemon we've got this time round." No. Yeah, there's like no actual like thought process into it's like it's just an announcement. We have a thought process. Mm. Don't worry. Also, I kind of expected they would have mentioned the whole community voting thing that was around for a short while and then disappeared as well. But I guess they didn't even want to touch on that either. Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. They didn't mention that or what the decisions went into that or why they did or didn't do that. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird. Um, it, I mean, it was it was good, but it like it definitely felt like a ad for Community Day. Like it felt like that was a marketing video that like if I haven't played the game in a few years, oh, what's Community Day about? Watch this video. Yeah, I also did find it quite interesting that they mentioned because people they mentioned explicitly in the video about the timing of community and how how long it lasts which is currently six hours again they didn't mention if that's going to stay at six hours for the foreseeable future now if that's going to go back to the old three hours again but then i noticed that pikmin community day is like nine hours long yeah but have you seen i'm actually going to play that <laughs> to be honest <laughs> but have you have you seen what that pikmin community day is though uh to be honest all i saw was it's like walking 10k and that was about all i saw yeah exactly so like there's no there's nothing that you really do in it and and you get like their their version of eggs you get like half distance and you get extra 
petals, I think, or some, there's some other bonuses. I don't know. Mm. Don't quote me on that. We're not a Pikmin podcast, but, um, like it made sense that that was stretched out because like there wasn't like, there's definitely not enough content for like three hours in there for like the short community days. There's definitely not enough content for six hours. So I think it was just like, here's a large enough time. So you do it whenever you want and you'll probably be done in an hour. Right. So I think that was the logic behind it. But yeah. the, what also was interesting is that the reasoning for the six hours was so they don't do or so they wanted people together, but they didn't really mention about the transition from three to six hours no. um, and what their thought process was behind that. Because if their argument or their, their reasoning is we want people to get together, then you would expect them to go back to the three hours. Which would, again, piss a lot of people off, uh, which I think is probably <laughs> yes. the reason that they haven't done that. Um, but yeah, I don't get why they wouldn't even mention like because people at this point people still don't know if six hours are going to stick around or if it's still just until the pandemic stuff is over. Yeah, it's true. They, I mean, the the six hours was never officially a COVID bonus, right? It was never on that list of. No, uh, but it was a fe- it was introduced no? during COVID, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I mean, I think it's like the six hours is definitely better because you don't feel rushed to play the full you know, to go hard for three hours. If it's a crappy community day, you can kind of go casually. And Yeah, I haven't met a single person or... that's like, I don't want it to be six hours long. It's like, you can just play three hours and go home. Like, that's the that's the joy of it. <laughs> what? That's an option? <laughs> yeah, I know. Funny that. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping the next one might actually be a dev diary this time. Um, but we'll see. Um, and then we've got a small tease for the next community day as well, which was an electric Pokemon from Sinnoh. Which no one could work out what that was, and that takes us into right our on. to our next fake news topic. Yeah, so they announced Community Day Shinx. Um, we were right and then wrong and then right about this. Uh, so we we mined the assets at first. Uh, we thought maybe it was for Community Day, and then we saw uh, the DD stickers and Electric Quests. So we thought maybe this is part of a larger Electric event, uh, but it it was just uh, Shinx Community Day. Um, and those Electric events was not really Electric event. It was part of uh, the Festival of Light and stuff like that. So that is uh, a c- Community Day Shinx, which was new-ish uh, for us. They, uh, with the bonuses, we didn't have any heads up about shanks other than that photo bomb before and uh they did after they they pushed text for a four times chance of catch candy xl um so you'd have a, a higher chance of getting xl candy from catches and they pushed that with the first batch of shanks community day items or like texts and so what was weird about that is that it didn't match up with what the blog said and so it was either a mistake or it was something used for something different but they did eventually they just updated the shinx texts uh, a couple days ago uh they basically rewrote willow's dialogue it basically says the same thing but it it was it was rewritten quite a bit and in that they added the xl candy on transfer so um but we didn't obviously know whether that's a that's a really big bonus that was added that isn't uh that wasn't in it hasn't been a community day uh bonus yet but that's kind of cool to see that uh the psych the move psychic things they did add they've, they've been following and like adding some stats to the blog a lot of people are like oh they've added all the stats that they add a third of the stats <laughs> we still need to see what they actually are when they're added um they basically which i think is 
two has a, a good balance. They show the stats that you would see in the game, but they don't show the stats that you wouldn't see in the game. And so that is better than nothing, but that really doesn't tell you anything. So uh, we'll have to see what the final stats are, but um, it is uh, 40 power and 100% chance to lower opponent's defense in PvP, and in uh, PvE it's 30 power. Uh, but that really could mean nothing, because that could be 40 power, 100% chance to lower opponent defense, and an energy of 0.5, which it will not be. But like, it doesn't really tell you how that move is going to perform. Yeah, w without knowing the power, the energy costs, and the timings in PV, you've got no way of judging it as an attack at all. Mm hmm. Exactly. So it's definitely better than something. It, it, it does give you a ballpark because, like, you there are certain like if it's a forty power move, it probably has a certain range of timing and a certain energy that you come to expect. There's like a range that you're starting to formulate and predict. Uh, so it's definitely better than nothing, and more communication is obviously better. But we won't know final stats and how it actually performs until uh, it hits the game master. Uh, and then there's a special research. Uh, as I mentioned, it was rewritten a little bit, but it was mostly standard community day stuff. Willow talks about a Pokemon and goes on a rant about stuff. Uh, I don't actually remember anything memorable from this one. <laughs> not like when he went on his rant about berries, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's Willow. Um, they also announced the day of the dead event. Um, we, th this wasn't, I don't think we had anything to signify what this was before it was coming do you remember anything that was no uh, uh, added yeah after it was announced we started finding some stuff but before that, i don't think we saw any mention of the day of the dead stuff at all actually there was uh the nine this is not uh, this wasn't a hint for the event itself but the lore modules and incense lasting 90 minutes uh those texts were pushed before they announced this yes um, but they were very generic they could have been for anything Exactly. There was no way to know that this was for this. So yeah, we had, we had no idea about this, but they pushed all the collection challenge, the shirts, uh, all that stuff. Um, this event's obviously over now, so uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we're into the event that's running at the moment as we record this podcast, which is Festival of Delight. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a two-part event. So part one, we knew a decent amount of. Um, we fully expected Dene to be coming to the game because we had the stickers, which are called Festival of Light stickers, featuring Dene. Um, and then shortly after that, we saw the, the sprites and stuff as well, and the stats and the moves get updated. So yeah, we were fully expecting today to be coming. And we also found the text for more of the story for the Season of Mischief stuff, which I imagine most of you have now played through. We're at, what are we at? Are we at part 14 or 16 now? Something uh, like that? Yeah. We're very close to the end. Yeah, there's a one part in the research that hasn't been... We're at 14, yeah. So 15, we data mined, which you'll talk about, I guess, in a second. Um, but that isn't live yet. That'll be part of the rocket event. Yes. Um, and we saw the fireworks effect added to the overworld, which obviously we can't date mine that until it actually goes live. So we didn't know that was going to be coming. And we had the new clothing. But yeah, the fireworks are nice. They don't come out very often. Um, when was the last time we saw them now? Was it Go Fest? Go Fest? Yeah. Like or the Ultron Lock. Yes, yeah, probably that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then we had the new clothing. So we had the, the Dene hat. Was it shoes and backpack? I shoes, uh, backpack, and a hat. Yes. Um, and then the Festival of Light t-shirt as well. And that's about it for the Festival of Light. There are a few spawns, but nothing particularly super interesting. Just a lot of electric types and that sort of thing. And then we got part two. Um, 
which is with light comes shadow. So this is the rocket event we've got coming. We didn't know for sure there's going to be a rocket event, but we were suspecting it's going to be soon. First of all, based on some of the things we've seen being added into the game, but also the fact that we really should be getting a rocket event at least once per season, and we're coming towards the end of this season now as well. Yeah, we didn't get... Like, Ghost Stadium announced that we would get one every season. We just didn't get one last season at all. Did we? No, no, there wasn't... It's been five, six months since the last okay. uh, Frustration one, so uh, I don't know. Obviously, they were told wrong information or changed information or, hmm. or something, but uh, yeah, no, they, they definitely announced that it was going to be a Frustration event. Yeah. Or, or I think their wording was like Niantic intends to do a Frustration event once every three months hmm. and like plan for that. And now it's been so long since the last frustration event. Or is the issue is they did it at the very start of the, of the last season, and now it's right at the end of this season, so it feels like it's so long apart. No, there was a there was a post on Self about it uh, okay. a few weeks back, and and someone tried to and like there was just straight up not a frustration event in the last season. I do wish they just get rid of the frustration event thing. I just don't really see the reason behind locking it behind special events, but whatever, it is what it is. <laughs> They are powerful, so I kind of get that. Um, like my basically my entire raid parties are all shadows. Yeah. That's so fair. these first restoration events are like my opportunity to like update my raid parties because mm. like why would you use a Muggle Pokemon? <laughs> fair enough. Hi, it's Lewis. Just interrupting the podcast here for a second. In this next section, we're going to talk about the Festival of the Light Part Two which we didn't know about when we recorded this podcast, but since then the event has actually started and they haven't announced the details. Uh, needs to say we're a bit disappointed about the Lugia, but it is what it is. We'll probably talk about them more in the next podcast, uh, but for now we'll get you back into the rest of it. Um, and then, yeah, we found some text for this as well. So we've got the, the Willow text for the next part of the uh, Season of Mischief stuff, and we've got some Giovanni text as well. So it looks like Giovanni is finally making his comeback after being gone for what three months now since shadow i feel like it's longer than that but yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's been a while actually i guess i could check when i come to shadow hoho and that'll tell us yeah but yeah it has been quite a long time um and then we saw shadow lugia get added to the game master as well so it looks like Mm -hmm. the next shadow is probably going to be shadow lugia um we are we are all very much hoping that the reason for this delay is because they were trying to get the asset for shadow lugia right because if they messed this up I'm going to be upset. Anyone else is going to, I'm sure going to be probably upset as well. Because... Yeah, it. I I don't know if they have the right. Like, there's a I, that would be. I would love for it to be the Gale of Darkness one, but mm. I don't know, like, who technically owns the rights to that. And T- if uh, TPC to Game Freak, etc., own the rights to it. It's not owned by the studio that created the game. Um, ah, so... okay. So then they they have access to it. Then. Yes. So as long as TPC okay. let them use it, they're allowed to use it. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I do think it's very interesting that they haven't updated Lugia's assets, period, which mm. normally they add, like, the the flames and, and the, the red eyes. And... Yeah. We've seen none of that so Yeah, far. none of that's been added, which normally that comes slightly before the Game Master update. Um, yes. We've seen, like, they always add the assets and then they add the, the Game Master. Mm. So the fact that that's missing uh, is either A, a mistake, or B, they're holding out for a fancier Lugia. Yeah. Uh, and they haven't got long to add it. Is assuming it starts on the second part of the event, they've only got, as we're recording this podcast, two days to add it in, so that'll be interesting. They also, as of this podcast, haven't really announced the full Rocket event, right? They just no. said you can TM Frustration and there's more to come, but they haven't actually announced Giovanni. No. 
So I assume that will come at Neantic o'clock on Monday? Maybe? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> you would think. It'll, co- it'll come on the 9th at uh, one minute before Niantic o'clock. Doesn't the event start on the 9th, though? Yeah. That, that's that's joke. Don't all events start at local time now? <laughs> You're ruining the joke. Yes, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> the joke wasn't funny to begin with, I no, guess. No, it wasn't, so I had to punish you for it. <laughs> Fine. Okay, but yes, we'll we'll hopefully see that soon. Yes. Uh, but we uh, next up in the events we have the Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl uh, celebration event. Um, we did not know anything about this, but it was pretty obvious that it was going to be a tie-in. Um, there's a big new money maker for TPC, so uh, of course they're going to tell Pokemon Go to cash in on that uh, because money. <laughs> Who doesn't love money? We, uh, who doesn't love money? Uh, but it is cool. Uh, I'm excited for those. Uh, I haven't played Gen 4 and Gen 5 are the two mainstream games I haven't played, so this will actually be a new run for me, so that'll be kind of exciting. Oh, you're, much but, better than, um, you're much better than me. I played Gen 1, then stopped, and then came back with Pokemon oh. Go. So I've already played Gen 1 <laughs> and Sword and Shield. <laughs> oh, fair, fair. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, content in there. Uh, a lot of catch-up. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to playing it. Yeah, it, it looks good. It looks fun. Um, hmm. But after they announced it, they added uh, costumes. Uh, so, so, yeah, they added costumes. I was going to say stickers, but that is wrong. Uh, they were stickers added, but there were costumes uh, for the starters. And it, they're not specifically male and female uh, labeled in the in the in the assets but they do have the male and female hats from the main from those main games so it's it's probably safe to assume that the the Sinnoh starters will have uh the male will have the male hat and the female will have the female hat but there's six costumes to collect all with the shinies uh assuming they will be shiny the, the shinies were pushed uh but um and all the shinies are available normally so you would uh, it's safe I, to assume i would expect yeah. they will be shiny as soon as they come out because it's not like this event's going to happen again really is it so yeah exactly maybe in 25 years when they do brilliant shining super mega diamond remake <laughs> maybe <laughs> They they have time to fix the name though. Don't worry. They do. Um, <laughs> hopefully, they have a better marketing guy than Marty. <laughs> <laughs> what? I am fantastic at marketing. <laughs> I I do all the naming for all of all of our wonderful asset updates, and it's fantastic. Like zero two two three assets. Yeah. You don't you don't get that for free. No, you don't. <laughs> did you did you work from the antics uh, secretly in their marketing department? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was fired, but yeah. uh, that's why I started Pokeminers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that would be a story. Uh, but the, <laughs> but the, the stickers um, are pretty uh, explanatory, or are pretty expected. There was the Sinnoh starters, Dalegia, Palkia, uh, but also Lucardio was uh, pushed as well. Um, so don't sure what that... It might just be because people love Lucardio, uh, but maybe that means uh, Ryolu will spot hatch more uh actually before i go too far with that do they announce they have anything no about the all they've announced is the okay. event and the date that's all they've announced so uh okay cool yeah so um, I, i'm not okay so maybe there's something with royal and i'm, I'm expecting well i say expecting i'm hoping for mega lucaria <laughs> is what i'm hoping for but i'm not sure uh, that will actually happen that would be good it would be um 
And they have started yeah, adding new Megas there's... again, so it kind of hopefully makes sense. It does, and there's no other big headline. Yeah, because like Diago Pekia can already be shiny. Uh, yeah, I guess there's no other big headliners of that event. Yeah, and we um, all know that Lucario, oh well, shiny Lucario and um, Riolu are money makers as well. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if you see true. that. I always find it interesting. I thought this the, during the Let's Go event, I think, where it's like, there's an event in Pokemon Go to promote a game, but in order to promote that game, you don't want people playing Pokemon Go. You want people playing the new game. And so it's like, you, like, you almost want to like have an event that doesn't really entice you to play it so you can go play the other thing. No, what you want people to do is you want people to buy the new game, go to work, go play Pokemon Go, then come home and play the new game, and then rinse and repeat until they're done. That's what they're yeah, trying to make smart. happen. And that is probably what is actually happening yeah. for a lot of people as well, to be fair. <laughs> that is that is true. There you go. This is why you're actually in marketing. <laughs> I have no idea. If you're in marketing. <laughs> I am not in marketing. God, no. <laughs> um, right. And then, yeah, that's about it for the uh, Diamond and Pearl stuff uh, that we know of. Um, I'm sure we'll get more on a blog post on that in the near future as well. Um, the last bits mm-hmm. we have is we have a unknown question mark question mark question mark event again because Niantic love these unknown events that they announce without an announcement as well shiny unknown confirmed <laughs> no not that again <laughs> um, and yeah so we've got an epic event to close out the season um in which uh we're finished the current research length we're going across the season and if you've completed that you'll get a special research story about hooper which we're expecting is probably going to be Hooper's form change to Hooper Unbound. There's been a lot of text talking about, like, the Team Rocket shadow text is about Team Rocket trying to harness the power of Hooper Unbound and stuff as well. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. We saw its its moves added to the game in this update as well, which will come to a bit later. Um, so, yeah, that's probably what we're expecting from that, but nothing's been announced so far. Um, and if you haven't unlocked it for free, you can obviously buy it for $5 as well because they've got to make their money somehow. <laughs> yeah it, i mean it it's weird that's like you can buy it but like in theory like the research is still active right so yes. like so it's like you could st- you could just complete the research uh but i, I guess some, some of the older ones was like catch fur yeah so that actually would be very difficult to do now if you miss that yeah event. and in things like one was like wasn't it catch furry ghosts as well which is not an easy thing to do a lot of the time yeah maybe. true True. Okay, I guess that makes sense. I always said it's an option. I know a lot of people are upset that it's behind a paywall, but... Uh, it, I'm fine with it, because like, if you've I, played the game yeah. and you've got access to it, if you don't, you can buy into it, which is how a lot of games tend to run anyway, so... Yeah, I agree. I think, like, if I was to nitpick, the only thing would be, like, maybe announce that at the beginning, so people know, if I don't want to do this, I can just spend $5 later, or mm-hmm. I should really try and do this so I... Like, you I know mean, what you're, like... They, they did announce quite early on that at the end of this you would get a special research if you finished it, so... I guess that's true, yeah. They just did announce, like, you can buy it, if no. not. But I they've guess. done this that exact yeah. thing before, so I think it would probably to be expected at this point. That, that's a good point, yeah. Uh, I, like many other people, probably forgot about that, but yes, you're right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's about it. That's all we know for that one. So I'm sure we get more details on that soon. Um, but yeah, and then on to the last little bit is this isn't actually being posted by Niantic, I don't think, or if it was, it might just be in a tweet. Um, but they also got the Nike and JD Sports sponsorship. Um, so across the UK and Europe, a load of stops and gyms popped up at JD Sports and Nike locations. 
and by spinning those stops you can get some free clothes uh, which we we found the clothes in the asset listing a little while ago and then after that they got added to the game and then shortly after that they actually tweeted about them and all the Pokestops went live across the game mm. that's, that's about it for those really not too much interesting to say the clothing's pretty bland it's just some Nike trainers a backpack and a t-shirt so yeah, but it's cool that like, uh, the like in terms of advertising, like it's it, it, I think that's like one of the smarter types of advertising where it's like you go to the location to get the item, which has virtually zero value. Yeah. So it's a matter of like, if I want to go and get that item, oh, I'm also in the Nike store. Like that's that's a lot nicer than here's a balloon that shows up and we're gonna do a full screen ad about tacos. Yes. Yeah, I'm fine with this kind of sponsorship because it doesn't affect the gameplay loop or anything. It's just. If you're at that location, you can spin the stop and you get some free stuff. So, yeah, exactly. Good use of of advertisement. Yeah, and yeah, that's about it for our fake news section. Um, we've got some other bits as well that we've data mined that uh, we assume are coming soon, uh, or well, maybe coming soon. Who knows? Because um, we had the global and regional challenges updated. So we found these quite a while ago. Now I want to say was it like six, seven, eight months ago? I think it was june but yeah it was a while ago yeah um because i think we might have thought they would have been tied to go fest but it seems like they weren't um but yeah so it seems like we're getting some regional challenges where it might be like trainers in europe versus teen trainers in asia versus trainers in america and that sort of thing um but we haven't got too much to go on, on this yet just some text but it'll be interesting to see where that develops into um mm-hmm. might be a bit more interesting than the different teams against each other um yeah, that would be a, yeah, because like the whole team rivalry is hasn't really been. It wasn't even a theme at like the last two GoFest, was it? No, as much but, as it was in like. But the issue is, is like it's always like I mean, I'm yeah, I'm an instinct trainer, and we always come last because we have the fewest players. It's just like it's never a fair battle. Oh, actually, I have a fix for that. If you just open the game, uh, go to the shop, uh, scroll down. There is a uh, little icon that says Team Medallion. Yeah. You can actually t- tap that, uh, and you don't have to suck anymore. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm happy <laughs> sticking to my team that respects themselves more than just being winners. And considering yes. how much fewer, fewer trains we have, we usually do fairly well in the challenges still. Yeah, I mean, that's true. You do very well for last place. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> One down, I'm going to take your phone and just change your team. I have a friend that changes his team once a year, just like constantly rotates them. Keeps things fresh. Why? That's that's the worst kind of person. <laughs> uh, to, I, 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 I don't know why. I just know that he does it. <laughs> that's his favorite. Because he changes his favorite sports from every year as well, based on who won the last cup. Uh, isn't that called just bandwagoning? Yes. <laughs> so isn't that like most sports people that I know? <laughs> Maybe to be fair, <laughs> um, but yes, yeah. Uh, we also saw Wayfarer categories added. So these categories are already in Wayfarer when you're doing reviews and stuff. It might ask you to put those details in, um, but it seems like we might get the option now to put them into Pokemon Go ourselves. Um, so yeah, when you're submitting cool. a stop, it might say what type of stop is this, and you can say it's a village hall, it's a post box, it's a fair is whatever i don't i don't know what the rest of the map are yeah all that sort of stuff um, i haven't cause... added a new stop in like forever can you not do that now i honestly don't know 
Um, the last time I did one was before the most recent change, so it's been possible it's been added now, but I don't think so. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, it was just literally photo, place, title, description, supporting information. That was it. So. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, if anyone knows otherwise, yell at us. Yeah. Uh, Pokemoners at gmail dot com and tell us <laughs> that we're wrong. <laughs> uh, I do know that the the new limits are live now, though. Um, so it's using the ah uh, yes, I saw that the forty. 40 maximum, I think. So, yeah. Um, and then, as we mentioned before, we've got upcoming Shadow slash Giovanni and Hooper research. So, the Shadow stuff, as we said, mentions Team Rocket are trying to get Hooper unbound and get control of it themselves. They've turned another Shadow Legend, uh, another Legend into a Shadow Pokemon, but it texts explicitly, don't mention which one. Now, that could Spooky. be that could be a whole. Oh, I didn't mention which one, but I think it's more likely to be the fact that people aren't completing stuff on time, and so it's like capture this shiny, uh, this shadow ho ho, and you're like, but this is Zapdos. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that is the more logical yeah. uh, reason for sure. Um, it does make it hard to data mine it and figure out what it is, mm. but uh, for the game itself, it it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll stop that sort of thing and just make it more generic. I'm sure the titles might still be related to the current one, um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I guess that's true because like seven color rainbow mm. it doesn't really make sense for Mewtwo. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> and then the last part of the Hooper research uh, we saw as well, which I don't think mentioned too much of interest. It just goes on about Hooper and the fact that your bond with him is getting better and better again. So again, I'm sure that whole bond being better will turn into a form change thing at some point, eventually. He does. Day. Yeah, Willow does strongly imply you will be form changing, Hoopa. Mm. Um, he doesn't outright say it, but he does say, uh, like, unlock this Hoopa's potential and we will see its full power. So it's like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so he does strongly imply it. So my, yeah. I, I think it's a safe assumption is that... I, I wonder if this, if, if this whole season's research will... Bring, we'll use the thing that this season brought in newly, form change, and everyone's really excited about that has not yet actually been utilized very well. <laughs> no. Uh, I hope they add it. They, they, I really hope they add it to more things. Um, and they're not just using it for, like, too gimmicky, like, foo-foo, and then, like, one research thing, and it's over. Yeah, that will be very upsetting if that's the case. Yeah. Come on, Giratina. <laughs> Would be nice. I don't care if it costs me 100 candies. Let me do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, make it. I have nothing else to use my Stardust on right now, so like, give me something to form change. There, I ask how much Stardust you have at the moment. Uh, I did spend a lot on Halloween Cup, but uh, I back up a little bit now. I'm at twelve point three million. Oh no! Whatever you do, you're only at twelve point three million. I know it's basically poverty levels. <laughs> I'm happy with my five. Five period or five million? Five million. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Although I did see someone post on our Discord the other day that had like nine stardust. I was like, how is that even possible? Uh, some people try and always go for like zero. They're mm. always doing whatever they can to like hit like that absolute zero. And then if they catch something, they'll immediately spend it. Mental. That seems stressful. Mm. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that kind of covers the like what we think is coming up. There's not a whole lot uh, there in terms of new events that 
are kind of hitting hinting there is as we mentioned uh the last episode there is a holiday 2021 uh costume in the previous apk this isn't in the new apk but there's obviously going to be a holiday event surprise whoops no (laughs) i wonder what it could be (laughs) so we'll I'm sure we'll start to see that soon, but uh, that gets us into our uh, new data mine of three th- uh, two two three. Um, d- there's technically two 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 threes first up. So uh, as you might have seen, they re so they added one. They added two two three about a week ago, and then they added another one to this to the Play Store um, about two days ago, I guess now three days ago, and it uh, is an actual new version of 223 that installs as a new app it has a new build time it has new compiled library times but it's uh it's not a it's not an actual version increase so it's it's effectively a 223.1 but for whatever reason either they forgot or maybe there's some other reason that they didn't want to increase the version number uh but it's odd because that means that like phones won't auto update to it uh because it doesn't see it as a new version uh if you they force 223 it will it could force just the old 223 it's it's very weird why they did this i'm not really sure why uh but they rolled it out i I was half expecting them to like re-upload this 223.1 and then start the rollout yeah i was very surprised when it actually got rolled out i was fully expecting it to be pulled and then changed Mm mm-hmm like I think it's just gonna cause confusion. I think, but um, it, they they both work. There's no serious bugs, at least as far as I know, between either of them. Uh, but the let's get into I guess what we decided. so you can see the full teardown on our website, uh, if you want. But we'll kind of cover the highlights here. We did uh, we did when they come out on weekends. We like to combine our in depth and our digging deepers into one because it's just easier and faster to get them all done together uh, at that point. But uh, sometimes when they come out on like a Tuesday, it's it's a lot harder to do that uh in time so we have uh this is a meteor teardown so uh lots of cool stuff in here uh first up the psychic fangs as expected we were having the the shinx or the the luxury luxury is the final verb right or is that the second form yeah yeah uh so its move was added uh but also more interestingly hyperspace fury and hyperspace hole uh were added and both of those are the signature moves of uh hoopa bound and hoopa unbound uh so further evidence to suggest that uh they will be coming it's also interesting that they're they're adding both so maybe when you like form change it uh fury becomes whole for example that could be kind of cool yeah although didn't they say that it was supposed to be with that when the form change now it keeps the moves uh it's up to them that was for 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 specifically like the way that the 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 game it works the same as evolution where when you initiate an evolution or a form change it actually creates a whole new pokemon yeah and then it copies certain things so for furfur they can be like okay whatever your old moves were i'm just going to copy it to the new pokemon this could be whatever your old moves are copy it if one of them was fury make it whole for example um so uh they, they could basically do whatever they want on that uh so that that might be what they do or it it could just be uh you only like it it's guaranteed when you form change it it's guaranteed to get whole or fury or something like that or yeah. just a re-roll uh mm-hmm. a complete re-roll which is what furfru was doing originally yeah um they added uh pokemon go plus simulator option uh in settings so it shows up in advanced settings uh or not advanced settings just in the settings menu sorry and this could just be a debugging thing there's like 
like this was added the section was added in the code and there was nothing inside of it so uh it could be a debug option that they're using for uh like just testing things out because i'm sure they're not going out and like connecting a bunch of pokemon go pluses all over all over the place but it would be very cool to uh have a pokemon go plus uh simulator or like a virtual one that you don't have to physically connect uh i think your theory was this would be tied to a potential subscription service yeah it feels like it would make sense to have as a because there's not like they're really selling pokemon go pluses anymore anyway let's be honest who actually buys a go plus and doesn't buy a gotcha or gotcha recovered at this point anyway so it's no mm-hmm. longer a money maker for them. However, if they were like, you know, five pounds a month in your game and your subscription and you get this as well, people would probably end up buying it, I'd expect. So it wouldn't surprise me. I would hundred percent buy that. Yeah. It's always so annoying having to reboot the game and then waiting the freaking three sec not no, sorry, not three seconds, like ten, fifteen seconds for the plus to connect. And on my old phone, the Pokeball Plus, I have the I have a plus and a gotcha. And like the sorry, the ball and the and the gotcha. And the ball was almost impossible to connect on my pixel 4 it would you'd have to connect it three times for it to finally connect uh it would so like if you rebooted your game it was just like a good minute to two minutes of like fucking around with this thing trying to get it to work uh but on the pixel 6 it connects instantly it's 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 much better now uh so it's probably a bluetooth issue on um on the on the pixel 4 because pixels traditionally have not had good bluetooth but if i don't have to deal with any of that i just boot the game up and i say like one thing that's actually really dumb that i like about pikmin is that they're ver- they basically have like a plus built into the game it's when you start planting flowers it'll just like constantly track your location uh it destroys your battery and your ram but <laughs> it's constantly running in the background uh while you're playing planting flower or while you're out so like you could like start this thing and then switch to pokemon go and go on your walk and it's it's running the game and it's like planting flowers for you in the background. And so like, I can imagine something very similar for this. You just activate this thing. Uh, it can maybe still have the hour time out that the regular one has, so it doesn't go forever. Um, but it, that, that would be a nice little bonus. I think that I would, I would for sure pay for yeah, very um, much. So. The, the most exciting thing though, in this update is uh full f- FPS. So there, we saw in the APK uh, in advanced settings, there is a toggle that will enable uh, you to uh, activate full frame, uh, your full frame rate. Uh, we did a lot of digging into this because this sounded really cool, and we can confirm that if, when this is uh, activated, it does unlock your full thrones frame rate, uh, which is awesome. Uh, so it just needs to be activated when uh, when the Niantic when Niantic uh, pushes it. Uh, then they added the texts. They're calling it native uh, refresh rate. I think is what they called it in the text. Yeah, that was it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, and it's and it's exactly what we expect. You you enable this, uh, it'll tell you like you'll have to you know make sure that you're going to get the full frame rate, and it could affect battery, uh, and then it'll run at full frame rate. So for a, a comment that I saw on Reddit, which I hate to admit, but I think it's he's this guy was probably right. Uh, it's probably no coincidence that the iPhone, after 27 billion years, they finally come out with a phone that has 120 hertz refresh rate and all of a sudden pokemon go gets updated to use full refresh yeah, rate it's almost certainly the reason it's very upsetting that, that is the reason for it yeah like android phones have had 120 even 90 hertz refresh rates for what like three four five years now i don't I remember when the first samsung yeah long okay so like forever then yeah. uh and when apple does something the whole industry freaking shits itself and falls catches up and 
I hate the reasoning, but I'm. I will. If you I can't tell, that. me and Marty both really love Apple. Oh yeah, we're we're giant Apple fanboys. Uh, <laughs> we really we really love everything Apple does. They're a really good company. Uh, highly recommend all of their products. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, that, we should start an Apple rant podcast. People will listen to that, right? <laughs> We could have started a podcast about us talking about the Pixel 6 Pro for the last six months, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just the amount of leaks and rumors. And yeah, that's true. We'll we'll just change it. Welcome to Marty and Lou's phone exposition. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so either way, that's really cool. Regardless of the reason, Apple or not, uh, it'll be awesome to be able to run the game at full frame rate. And for me personally, they Pokemon Go broke uh, in the last Unity update back in February or March. Uh, I used to at least be able to run the game at uh, 45 hertz on my Pixel 4 because um, it had a 90 hertz refresh rate. And then they updated Unity and it broke that. So I've been running the game at muggle 30 frames per second for the last, like, what is it, eight months? And it's just been the war. Like, I legitimately... I didn't stop. I've never. I haven't stopped playing since the game came out. But like, I my playtime definitely decreased when mm. I went down to thirty frames because I'm like, this looks like garbage. I cannot deal. But so now with the sixty frames, I've been playing a lot more because like this looks so good. Uh, so it's it's amazing how like just like the quality of not even graphics, but I guess like the 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 smoothness of the game really affects at least my willingness to play this no, game. it definitely does <laughs> like when something looks bad you just don't want to be looking at it for several hours so you just stop playing yeah exactly so no this is uh w- w- this is a long segment on frame rate but well, we're excited for frame rate <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, but in terms of the assets, uh, we we got assets for uh, in two two three. We got assets for fire uh, for psychic fangs, uh, some effects like a chopping animation, which will be kind of cool. Uh, but we also got it's called plate in the three D asset. Uh, but when you render it out, it looks like a hoopa ring. Um, and what's interesting is that this isn't the ring that appears in the sky that we already have, uh, and it isn't a ring that is seems to be attached to a Pokemon. It seems to be a separate asset from that. Uh, so we'll see what they use this for. Um, I, I, literally or if just, something... I literally just had a thought of what that could be for, and it could be for the form change animation instead of the default one. Oh, interesting. So yeah, it like goes through a ring and then comes out as yeah, unbound? something like that. Hmm. That, uh, yeah, that, well, that's kind of cool. It's interesting that it's called plate, though. Like, is there, do you know? Well, I think, I'm thinking it's uh, like, because when you do the evolution, you've got the plate that they stand on, haven't you? So it could be replacing that. Oh, uh, maybe. Or it's played as an, I feel like played is also like an actual 3D animation term that we're us not being 3D animators don't know, but it could be like very zero, like just like a basic, like, you know, like billboards, you know, just like a term yeah, used. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, this update was where we got some uh, changes to the way full inventory is displayed. So when you get a full uh, item inventory or Pokemon collection, the number in the top will turn red to let you know. And also when you're on the main screen, the Pokeball that's at the bottom of your screen, the center circle will turn red instead of white as well to let you know that something is full you need to manage it. Um, so that's quite a nice little quality life change. Uh, makes it easier to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for me, I'm always like, oh, my open bag's full and I don't even notice. So that would be a useful thing to let me know that that happens. Yeah, I actually use um, Companion. I don't know if you use that uh, app, but it yells at you when your bag or Pokemon storage is full. So this I, isn't as big an issue for me. I used to use it, um, but then the hmm. antic turned off the requiring you to have the notification running. So I I took that off and stopped using that app. 
they they fixed that. Th- yeah, they, that was broken for a long time, but they fixed it now, uh, or a while ago, uh, and it works again. No, no, I know it works, um, but I, I turned off the notification fully for Pokemon Go. Oh, so, I see what you're saying. Because it annoyed yeah, me that my phone would vibrate every single time it updated, so I was just like, nope, turn that off. You can just uh, silence it, which is what I do. Yeah, I can do that now. Though you couldn't do that on the older Androids. That's so. But I'll probably give that. A go oh, soon. fair. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I just have it muted, so it's still there. Hmm. But I see. So look at that troubleshooting real time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you've now as well got the ability to choose between different raid balls during the raid encounter. Um, so currently, there's been no additional balls added to this update. Um, if you go in a raid, you're still just getting premier balls. And there is no ball icon that appears. Um, however, if you do select a berry and you click where the ball icon would be, which is where it shows you the number of po- uh, premier balls remaining, it will switch you back to the premier ball for you. Now, I'm really hoping this means so, we're going to get some new ball types coming to the game soon where you can catch without using a premier ball, whether that be, some people would say master ball, but I don't think it will be that. I think it might be things like lore balls and heavy balls and all the special weight corn balls that are in the Pokemon. Or Beast Balls for Ultra Beasts. Yeah, that sort of thing as well. Um, so that'll be an interesting change to see if something happens there. Um, and also, But at least just... it's like... Yeah, that's right. I was just going to say, at least like you can back out of the berry now, which at the very least, it's it's a nice fix. Yeah. Although I've never known that to be an issue. I've always just, if I clicked on the berry, I'm just like, I'm just going to throw a berry because it's not very often I'm doing a raid boss and not just throwing a golden raz at it, so... Uh, yeah, that's true. It's it's. I find it the only time that it's tripped me up is when it's like a crappy like one star or something, mm. and I don't ha- I I only have Graz or Snaps, and I don't want to use either of them on it. <laughs> I'm always building gold, uh, binning golden Graz anyway. So if I have to waste one, it doesn't bother uh, me. <laughs> that's true. Um, and then one thing as well that we didn't notice, but was in the release notes, uh, was the boss screen. Um, so when you click on a raid boss for the first time, you obviously get the whole animation where it shows you the boss and counts up the CP and that sort of thing. Um, instead now, when you click on, so let's say you do a Mewtwo raid, you'll see the animation the first time, and then you won't see that animation again for the rest of that game session. So it doesn't matter how many different gyms you click on for Mewtwo raid, you won't see that animation until you just straight to it. Which will be a nice... Oh, nice... and that... I was going to say, does that reset on reboot then? It, yeah. So like, when you reboot the game... Mm, yeah, okay. they tested it in the chat earlier, and yeah, it, it, it on reboot it loses that information. Um, but for things like raid mm, days cool. and that sort of thing, that would be very useful for getting into raids a little bit quicker. Oh, that's awesome. Now, if we just have a ready button, it'd be great. <laughs> nothing on that yet, unfortunately. Unfortunately, maybe they'll take it from the dead Harry Potter game. Maybe that would be nice. That's how code works. You just copy and paste, and it just works. To be fair, they do seem <laughs> to do that quite a lot. <laughs> that, that I mean, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Um, the this isn't new in this update, but we were able to deobfuscate a lot of it, um, and we were able to get a lot more insight into it. There, there were some, there's a few things added to to it, but uh, postcards uh, is a new system in the game. Uh, some people thought it might because like pikmin has postcards in it like that's basically how you send gifts to each other and stuff like that uh but this is in the code it's specifically part of the pokemon go code not the niantic lightship code which is the stuff that's reused among all their games uh so this is specific to pogo uh, and it specifically ties into the gift boxes that are, are also pogo specific so this is a pogo feature that as far as we can tell is not related to anything else um but the things that we were able to i guess 
unearth a little bit more from this. Uh, you can you can choose to share your trainer info. So you would get a postcard from like a stop. Like it's very similar to how you get like gifts. So you get a postcard from like a stop or something like that. And then you could choose if you want to when you send it to someone, you can share your trainer info. Uh, that's like your name, nickname. I think it had like XP and some of the other standard stuff in there as well. Uh, but you can choose if you share that or not when you send it. Um, mementos, we got, uh, we, we got this wrong in our, in our first pass through. And now that we were able to deobfuscate this, we know uh, a little bit more about how this works. So we thought, um, what we thought was like editing memento or editing postcards. Uh, it's actually, it was about like the memento display, uh, and like how mementos are shown. So there are still multiple types of me mementos, but there's only one type right now, which is the memento. So maybe they will add more. Um, but these are... So they kind of sound like gifts, I guess, uh, and they're tied to a specific location and a time, um, and they're always linked to a postcard. So, like, I don't know if it's like, oh, I found a rock, and I'm going to send you this rock with my <laughs> postcard. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I, there's not a whole lot of information on this. Maybe it's like a combination of, like, you know, like the buddy gift souvenirs. Not that system specifically, but something like that um the, it is its own system so we'll, we'll, we'll have to see what these mementos are when they add texts for these features it'll um it'll really explain i guess a little bit more what these mementos are but I'm sure there'll be a something tutorial on them as well so that'll help as well yeah for sure um the postcards contain like in terms of the the data that they contain we were able to figure a little bit more about that uh trainer nickname which uh is pretty obvious if you like share it but also uh they specifically use the term code name uh like player code name and uh there's no other hint for this anywhere else in postcards but the only other time that they use the term code name is when they're doing cross game uh things so like niantic social the code name is uh the name that the game actually has in their uh, like Niant, or sorry, uh, like Pokemon Go's codename is Hollow Hollow, for example. Uh, so if the code name in the, this cross game stuff would be like when you're like adding a friend, it's like the code name would be Hollow Hollow. So like Harry Potter would know ah this is a friend from Harry po or from Pokemon Go, and so it just it could just be a coincidence that they used code name. Maybe code name means something different, but it did make us think that maybe these postcards will be cross game that you can send a postcard to someone in like pikmin or something uh but again there's no other further evidence to it other than this one very specific field that is probably just named ironically but not related but we'll have to see um the new uh we did find a new gift details state um this is like the basically like the state the gift is in like if it's open things like that uh and it's not specifically tied to postcards that we saw but it's it was added with the postcard stuff, so it's probably a safe assumption it is with postcards. Uh, and then they added the GUI. So in the last update, they only added the uh, the backend uh, to be able to like handle postcards. But in this update, they added uh, the the GUI for like editing, sending them, uh, deleting them. Sorry, not editing them. Sorry, uh, viewing them, deleting them, uh, things like that. Uh, and they added assets as well. There's a little uh, collection book. We aren't entirely sure where that will show up. It looks like. Like the, if you see the graphic, it looks like one of the icons, like when you're in an encounter screen, one of the white icons where you like can run, go into your camera. It's like that same style. Uh, so it doesn't look like it will be like a main entry in the inventory list. Maybe it'll be like you click on gifts and it'll be an option at the top or something. So we're not sure where that shows up, but um, uh, that's kind of it on postcards. So we're, 
which and we're still not sure like what the point of these things are like it looks like there will just be a different way to send gifts but um we don't know what they are and once and and once they add the text we'll, we'll know a lot more yeah i feel like it's probably to get around the whole thing of like i've got so many friends that hoard gifts from GoFest and that sort of thing and so instead of hoarding the gift you can instead keep a postcard from that location that you're at and you can send someone a postcard from that place where they can keep it too if they want yeah true because there is we saw in the last one you can like favorite postcards to like mm. prevent them from being deleted yeah. so uh yeah that, that's a that's a solid theory um, but yeah, so yeah, the postcard stuff would be interesting. It's it's not I'm not bothered too much, but not people will enjoy it, so I'm sure they'll be happy with whatever happens with that when it eventually comes in. Which I feel like is probably not too far away, but we said that about Giftable and that was like eight months, so what do we know? Fake <laughs> <laughs> uh, news. Yes, very much so. Um and then a couple of other little bits, uh, nothing super interesting, but we had some lure animation updates. Um, I haven't personally noticed too much different in game yet, um, but I haven't seen that many laws around either. To be fair, um, the only thing I have noticed is that when someone puts a law down um, next to their trainer name now, when in that little pink uh, box that it shows, it will show what type of law they put on as well, in case it wasn't obvious enough from the animation. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, just for accessibility and stuff. It's yeah, also yeah, good. definitely. Um, raid blogging uh, now reports information about the gym that it took place at as well. Um, so I guess now to want a bit more information on the raid blogging feature to see if it was certain gyms causing issues. Um, maybe if it's like, oh, all these people have this issue on this network at this gym, it's probably just a signal issue. But I guess we're... Yeah, we're, sure. We're, we don't know much about that because there's not much we can really see on that one, unfortunately, and what they do with the information. Um, although, did you yeah, see how much data they exists. log each day in that report? Um. Yeah, I looked at the the raid log file itself. I couldn't figure out what to do with it. But, oh no! Did you see um, the the Google um report on the antic and the data they store from Pokemon Go? Oh no, no, I missed that. Uh, what was that about? Oh, I have to send you a link later. Um, but basically, uh, Google did the whole thing about you know the antic and scaling up and storing information with Google and that sort of thing and how they do it. Hmm. Um, and one of them and one of the things we're talking about how they generate five to ten terabytes of data per day that they store. Oh my goodness, like, that does not seem optimized. Like, we've seen they have a lot of logging in this game and a lot of telemetry, but that just seems like an insane amount of data. They must be, I, I can maybe see they're logging everything. Like, I can imagine their database is ginormous because every spawn constantly being generated all over the world will... But that's like also that, replacing that itself as well. Like, yeah, that one database will be big, but it will just keep replacing the data in it, so... But if anyone catches it, that that like you still need that database entry. Like you can't like once. I, I maybe they don't. Maybe if no one catches it, they clear it. But if anyone catches a spawn, they have to keep that database record for that spawn. Do they? I'm pretty sure that your your Pokemon are just stored with the name, the stats, the moves, and where it was caught. So the GPS coordinates. Maybe they, I don't, yeah, I don't they, think they, I don't think they tie them. it to this spawn ID. I think they just literally create an entry into your trainer record. Maybe. Otherwise, uh, that, would be, that would be an insane sure. amount of data to keep still. You have to store every single Pokemon ever caught. That would be ludicrous. It would. Well, that would explain the 5 to 10 terabytes of data a day. <laughs> it would do. It would do, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. And then speaking of telemetry and that sort of thing as well, uh, <laughs> they added some new tutorials. And with those tutorials, they added some telemetry to roll back to the server. If you finish those tutorials, if you've clicked on them, that sort of thing. I did notice in 223 when I did my first click on a gym, the 
tutorial button in the bottom left corner was flashing orange at me. So I'm guessing that's part of this as well. Um, and then, yeah, and there's a few little updates on the game Sinking Lucky Friends um, to probably uh, help prevent some of the one-sided Lucky Friends, which I didn't think was still happening, but I guess it is an issue occasionally. Um, yeah, I see a few reports here and there, but it's not very widespread, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think that is about everything. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, Marty? No, I don't think so. I think uh, that has been a lot since the last update. Uh, 223 was it was a really big update. Um, and we don't really have a lot of info on like new events, but it's kind of cool seeing... It's always fun seeing stuff that's been announced that we've either data mined and just seeing if we got it right or wrong and seeing how much we got right and how much we got wrong. And uh, it's it was, it was a pretty... You know, I think more on the... We got th more things wrong and since this last podcast, mm. but still cool to see what, what we what we did get right yeah definitely um so yeah hopefully we'll be back again in probably two to three weeks of another episode depending on what happens with updates again like we said we're not in this sort of set schedule for this um it'll just be as and when we've got interesting stuff to talk about um so we'll see you next time thank you very much for listening uh if you do want to support us you can check out our ko-fi page where you can uh buy us coffee or buy a pin uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Pokey underscore Miners, and you can join us on Discord at discord.gg slash Pokeminers, uh, where you can find all the latest updates, join us for our live teardowns, uh, and then just talk with the general community as well. Yeah, thank you very much, everyone. See you, See next, you next time. time.